everybody the time really flies but we are already up to mark and sarah talk about songs episode 20 Ooh. i am uh, sarah d bunting i am here as always with my co-host mark blankenship hello and we are joined again to her despair by <laughs> my non-carnal life partner tara ariano you dicks uh, <laughs> um, I think I can understand. It's good that Tara's here. She doesn't agree, but uh, it's good that Tara's here because we, uh, as again with this podcasters, which is a, a podcast, if you don't listen to it, about Beverly Hills 90210, have a little bit of experience, again, too much, with the stylings of Color Me Bad. But I believe this is not a song that we heard in the episode of 90210 in which they appeared. We heard a uh, bit of it, just a little, at the beginning, as I recall. Okay, maybe that was like to Outre for wrong. Fox. Perhaps. At the time. Uh, Mark, would you like to send us into the clip? Yes, so obviously Color Me Bad has an entire canon of essential pop songs from the early 90s, <laughs> but Twitter user Sarah Jackson specifically asked us to talk about their first hit in the New Jack Swing world that they helped create. Yes, it was their debut single, I Wanna Sex You Up. And now let's listen to a quick sex you up sample of that. Right. So that is so many things for me. Um, first of all, there is that whole theory that I feel like we've talked about before, that the music that's popular when you're 12 and 13 is music that you just love regardless. And I was 12 going on 13 when this song was a hit. And God forgive me. And I do understand that there is a certain amount of uh, shame here, but I love this song. This song is terrible, but I love it so much because. Okay, it, do you do you still love it? No, you love I, it still. What okay. I what I love now is the memory of having loved it. I guess sure. it's like I yeah. know I know every damn word to this song, and it's not like if this song came on at a wedding or something, you better believe I would find a boxy coat, a boxy sport coat, <laughs> and hit Olive. that dance floor, <laughs> double breasted yeah. or boxy. mustard perhaps. But but <laughs> listening to it also, like I have this memory of loving it i had the whole cassette album of the color me bad it was called cmb simply because they're of poets it was. They, they believe mm-hmm. in brevity um but i uh listening to it now i'm just like this song it's like a joke i mean it's 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 the least sexy song about sex i've ever heard it sounds well, like the well <laughs> no 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 it is i just i have i have something to follow on that observation please continue and my last point is before i kick it over to you guys is that it is also contain it also contains some of the most 
I guess surrealistically strange lyrics that I've ever heard <laughs> in an R&B yes. sex jam. Tara, what you are know your the part. Uh, you know the part in the forty-year-old virgin where Steve Carell is like, "Oh yeah, I love touching boobs." He's like a bag of sand. This is the bag of sand of sex songs. Oh <laughs> my god, all, it absolutely is. It starts. The first two lyrics of this song are "Come inside." Like we fucking get it. It's, the song is called "I Want to Sex You Up." Got noted. But then the the imagery that it goes on to is like, we can do it till we both wake up. I That's know. not how it works. That's not how it works. Also, making love until we drown, not pleasant, and not how it works either. And also, if it is working like that, what? be a doctor. Drown in what? Exactly. <laughs> Are you guys, I'm just assuming that he meant till we drown in this 10-year-old waterbed that I still sleep on in my mom's <laughs> attic. I mean, I'm sure it's in each other's eyes, whatever, but, like, <laughs> this is at a time where, like, doing it all night, like, until you drown in whatever, each other's bodily fluids, like, this was when AIDS absolutely would kill you. Oh, yeah. So, Brian, mm-hmm. and no one same. wants to drown here, okay? <laughs> also, uh, I feel like in this age of the roofie, a line like, we can do it till we both wake up, implies a whole lot of uh, bad choices <laughs> And spiked beverages, and it's just really unsettling. Well, the experience of listening to it to do this podcast was thus. Beforehand, I would have said, it's a fine pop song. It's whatever. It's not my favorite, but it doesn't make me mad. And then actually listening to the lyrics was infuriating. So now I hate this song. Thank you, Mastus, and thank you, Sarah Jackson, for nothing. Oh, God. So that's that's two Sarahs who are now on uh, Tara's shit list. Um Here's here's the thing. Like this is also very 90s, but we were talking in the last episode about how well produced and expensive both the video and the actual track itself of Freedom 90 were. This is everything that contrasts with that. The drums <laughs> yeah. sound very like a Casio coming from like underneath like in a fish tank. Yes. Uh the women in the video are budge, like, with their trampy Victoria's Secret for business. Low-cut suits, <laughs> the dragon lady nails, there's a security guard puffing on a pink Nat Sherman cigarette. Like, oh my god, why? <laughs> why? And then they're all in those giant suits, and it's or... completely unconvincing. And then the one, like, the least street of all of them, that curly-haired bro. yes. Sam Kenny Waters, G? Kenny H. Yes, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Half a G is uh, in the back at the very end, and he does that like arm folded duck face trying to be hard pose, and he's wearing a duffel coat. Yeah. Like, hey, LL Bean, go <laughs> peep a leaf. We're not, we're not buying that. You're like, you know the tough bad boy who just wants a girl to love him like it's a duffel coat you're done so speaking oh. of fashions then there's the guy his name is mark he's the um oh, the guy sorry. who's he's the guy who's not brian and doesn't have dreadlocks and isn't kenny h so he's got like the okay. poofy hair and the, the the heavy stubble he's the kind okay. of george michael looking one yes exactly he's the one that but by he the has way, hillary clinton hair him yes, exactly he does i, I incorrectly convinced myself in the 1991 that he was really cute by the way 
But I had forgotten that there is a point in this video where he is wearing a white turtleneck with a dark sport coat over it. <laughs> and it was honest to God at that point when I thought, if someone ever comes up to me and says, please, Mr. Blankenship, explain the early 90s to me, I'll just say, come, child, and put this video on and be like, this is what it was. This is everything this it was. This is really, this is everything that, like, grunge and even... Um... When did this? When was this an actual hit? Ninety or ninety-one? Ninety-one. Slash. Because I feel oh, like wait. this and CNC Music Factory were in a tooth and nail brawl with Jesus Jones and Nirvana on the radio that summer. Yes. Where I did a lot of driving and listening to the radio, and that—that's the shit that you heard. And speaking of, you know, things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. No, but you're right. Here's was... my question for Sarah Jackson. Why this song and not one of the, like, semi-bearable Color Me Bad songs that I feel actually holds up, like the one they sing to Donna in the diner when she found out that Felice bones someone who wasn't Dr. Martin. Dream that song's okay. on, dream away. The one where they speak oh, a little... Oh, that is sp- even the one that I oh, meant. do you mean All for Love? No. Oh, girl, uh, I think Mia I love you. I adore. Oh, I adore Mia Moore. That's the one. Okay. Yeah, where they speak a little Spanish. See. And then there was all. Yeah, I would sing a little, but my voice is my voice don't uh, doesn't go as high <laughs> as theirs do. And then <laughs> sorry, all, all for love was the I want you to know I do it all for love. I used to really like that one. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah. So color, like I said, color me bad has a canon. Can we get back to the video for a second? Yeah. Oh yes, yes. we barely scratched the surface there. Because we're never going back there again after today, so let's just get it all out. Don't say scratch and surface when we're talking about the song, because what I was about to say is that most of the imagery of it is very, like, softcore, except there's a shot where the guy with the dreadlocks is in an elevator with a lady, and they cut back to them, and she's getting up off the floor when he's standing. I was really confused by that. I'm glad you brought that up, because, like, her... (laughs) Some article of um, TJ Maxx clothing has been left on the floor. So either they just did it on her Ross dress for less blazer and he's helping her up. But his body language, and it's possibly he's not a good actor. He's a singer, whatever. His body language is like he found her there and like rescued her from where she had passed out when... I don't know. Well, Sarah, they were doing it the until they both coat woke up. gangster drugged her and left her there. <laughs> yes, they did it until they both it. woke up. Okay. No, she was blowing him in the elevator. Isn't that obviously what happened? <laughs> Am I the only person with a oh, mind? He put a coat oh, well, down so to protect her knees. Okay. Yeah. But but then why is he act? Why is she acting? Well. Why any of it? But she's acting really traumatized like someone else like slipped her tube steak and then pieced out on the eighth floor and didn't give her his number and then dreadlocks came in and was like hey girl (laughs) since you're already down there how about we do it until we both drown or whatever oh my god i do want to go back to also this is i don't know if you if you guys clocked this in the song and i feel like it's also very apparent in the video this song was in the soundtrack of the movie new jack city which is then why which is how the, the genre New Jack Swing got its name because in this song, there's that guy in the background going, it's a New Jack Swing coming at ya. And I have just always felt like if you have to clarify for me what your genre is in the song itself, 
you have not successfully proven that you understand your genre. What are what are some other? Because I um, I need this for my own sort of um, sure. mental, you know, my peace of mind. What are some other uh, enjoyable, uh, better like? Some examples of New Jack Swing that have aged less poorly oh. than this. Like I guess Belle actually DeVoe, like a record right? scratch would. Anything, Poison is a great example. Actually, New Jack City oh, did man. not name this genre. Please do not write me letters. I was wrong about that. Uh, New Jack Swing had been coined before the movie New Jack City. But yes, Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe. Um, uh, if I Had No Loot by Tony, Tony, Tony. Do you remember that okay. song? You call yes. me a friend. And then... Uh, Mary J. Blige's first album was New Jill Swing. Oh. And uh, her song Real Love is considered one of the major New Jack Swing songs as well. Or New Jill Swing, I should say. Okay. And those songs are all still good. Yeah, that's true. Man, Poison's a great Poison. song. That song was everywhere and it was so good. I really actually am going to have to go and listen to that song. Yeah. That's another one like Freedom 90 where it just it, it feels perfect and it's if you don't like it, you might just not like music. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it doesn't sound, I think this was also a time where um, maybe, and I'm just theorizing here, but like this is a group of mainly singers and that's their focus. But I think this was a time where technologically you could throw together something behind singers and um, MCs uh a little more easily than like putting together an entire backing band like you could just whatever david silver up the casio yeah and put something together and that's kind of unfortunate because i again i don't actually like i don't know this for a fact but if i had to theorize like why they have good voices the lyrics are whatever i'm I'm not convinced they're yeah they're gross and also seem um they're just uh, trying so hard and like irrelevant to actual human anatomy and like how intercourse works, but like maybe they were all virgins. I don't know their religious lives. I mean, even the line, like even the or this the song title, like I want to sex you up. Again, <laughs> it's, it's like, like so it's you clearly lot, there's a lot of words in that phrase for like what's actually happening. Like just, just call it I wanna. And you know whatever, what? just like the sex you up part is what I'm hanging up on. And you've like, clearly never actually sexed anyone up before, like right? Because don't nobody call it that, boo. Okay, right. that's what like a 13 year old would say. <laughs> and now everyone calls it that because of the song. So I guess that's their victory Ooh. mark on the culture. That like Duffelcoat is probably a history professor somewhere, <laughs> and it's like Professor Duffelcoat, how do you feel about having changed the lexicon of? Sex. That's our I have a feeling if these guys were signed today, I mean, whatever, the music industry is completely different now. But I feel like if these guys were signed today, it would be a totally different story because the, everything aside from their voices just sounds so like cheap and irrelevant and sad. And it's like, you know, you can put you can put their harmonies and their timbre and everything about what they do well, which is really only the one thing, but it is a thing. Mm-hmm. You could do so much more with that and do it so much better and so much less like, I don't know, that everything about this song, including the video, is like the 90s cheap olive suit that everyone had. Like, it just is like, it just looks budge and it's too bad. Can I um, blow your mind with a few facts about Kenny H? <laughs> don't. <laughs> 
don't say blow and Kenny H, please. Can but I, yes. Can I stroke your interest with a few facts about Kenny I'm H? I'm hanging up. That's that's what the kids say. That's how people phrase it, right? Um, so Kenny H's real name is Sam Waters. That's with two T's. And okay. oh, there's the drowning. Okay. Went on to marry Tamira Gray of the first season oh. of American Idol. Sure. Oh. And he had okay. a lot of success in the for, there in the late '90s and early aughts as a songwriter. He wrote, among other things, or co-wrote Jessica Simpson's "I Want to Love You Forever," which was a big mm-hmm. hit in the late '90s and made Jessica Simpson someone who we still know of today. And he co-wrote uh, Fantasia's coronation song for American Idol with Tamira Gray called I Believe, which okay. I don't really remember. And he wrote this song that Fantasia had that was a huge hit on the R&B chart a few years later and won her a Grammy. And he wrote Jordan Sparks's last top 10 single called Battlefield. So, like, Kenny H really went on and had a career. Meanwhile, Bri- Brian... The lead singer, I remember from the from the show Man Band that was on that reunited old boys. Oh boy yeah! <laughs> he got really bloated and was working in a uh-huh. tire store in Illinois or something, oh. and then they brought him back. Yeah, home. it was. I watched that show too, and that was tough. Yeah, poor it was, poor, poor Squinty. Yeah, oh Squintles. Um, so you know, you never know. Here's the thing: if you look at somebody today and they're in an olive blazer or a uh, a duffel coat white turtleneck or yeah exactly <laughs> you never know in 10 years whether they're going to be slinging tires or making hits oh and the last thing i have to say on this subject is as follows my friend carrie pointed out to me years ago that i want to sex you up will never leave our cultural memories because it is so easy to put all these other thoughts to that tune for instance if you're hungry ooh, ooh, ooh i want to eat some cheese or, for instance, where would you like to go on vacation? Ooh, 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 I'd like to see Rio. Like, it just, it works in so many contexts. Well, maybe not Rio. <laughs> Believe uh, It rhymes with the cheese. I don't want to get Zika. See, again, it's always there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. TikTok, we don't stop, folks. <laughs> Dream on, dream away, I think I'm gonna have to stay, stay forever. I adore, I adore, me amor. Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is created by Mark Blankenship and Sarah D. Bunting and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. To request a song or sound off about a tune we've already discussed, you can tweet us at TalkSongs, email us at TalkAboutSongs at gmail.com, or find and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Mastas.podcast. And if you'd like to buy an ad or special message for a listening loved one, we welcome you. Just email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail for all the details. Also, subscribing or leaving a glowing review on iTunes or the podcast service of your choosing helps us grow and it makes us feel great. Until next week, I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And And this this is is Mark Mark and Sarah Sarah Talk Talk About about Songs. Songs. Good enough, sister!
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.